Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, part of the Evergreen Podcast Production System. Check out all of the programs. You'll find them on Evergreen um, Podcast Productions. Easy enough to do. We are very proud that we are their number one show. And Tony, after what, 15, 16 years, uh, we keep uh, doing our best to improve by having great guests on. We just had Justin Brayton on. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty proud of him and happy for his success and his He's signing like with Factory Honda. He's like a brother of yours. Brother well, you from another are, mother. You guys are very close, and that's that's pretty cool. He's put up with me, but he's very close to you. You guys. I I, I asked him if he was because <laughs> like I got a bunch of texts and said, "Is that going to affect his you know the race that we do together at my track?" And I said, "Absolutely not," or I would have heard from him by now. But I then I got to wondering, and I sent him a text last week and i said will the factory honda rig be at the race oh wow at the justin brayton shootout I didn't think that, that would be cool <laughs> that would be very very cool it, it all the response was just an lol so apparently no you know what it, it possibly could happen and if anybody can make it happen it's you so good job out of you yeah maybe like the atv demo truck or something at best <laughs> Is there such a thing? I don't know. Okay. Hey, uh, you got a new piece of equipment in Winterset. Uh, can you describe it for us and what it's uh, designed to do? Yeah, I got a, um, a uh, it's called a Machio. I saw it down at Loretta's. And it's a, it's a soil conditioner, basically. It's, it's like a tiller, but it tills like a blender rather than like a regular. So the, a regular tiller, rototiller, like you'd see, it, it has... It as it, it where it bottoms, or, yeah, where the tines disc. bottom out, it yeah. actually packs the dirt, and it's called plow pan. And so when you push all that off, which we never get to it because I have a sandy soil, but a lot of clay tracks I ride, they they, they aren't as fortunate about the dirt that you know mine's really sandy and river bottom. But um, once they get so far down, it turns into uh, uh, a really slick surface, and so it's so, a so really hard pack. Um, yeah, so it's like a hard pack underneath all of that. So it's it's uh so it's it's um it's pretty cool. This thing blends instead of t- it, so it's a it's a tiller and then behind that it has a drag bar that a leveling bar and then behind that it has a roller. Wow. And the roller it, it actually you can adjust how much it packs and it packs it just enough that it seals in the moisture because every edge you have so if you have like even if they're small clods, every edge that you have hits the wind out. or the sun and it dry, sure. it's more surface to dry so this actually seals in the moisture and and um and it's adjustable and so, it's got so this just another investment you're putting into your facility to benefit the riders yeah and pretty and, cool or, or myself <laughs> here's <laughs> the deal though you get the loamiest track for yourself whenever you want <laughs> well it. here's the thing you got the you have, you can have the most the sweetest 
most bitchiness dirt ever. But if you don't have a bunch of guys to ride it, it, it takes What's a while point? to work it in. So yeah. it's like, screw it. Now I can just go lay out a corner track by myself in any field that I own or maybe don't even own, but I can lay out a field and I can have the sweetest little corner track in, in a matter of an hour. So, yeah. You've got a race coming up this, uh, this weekend, right? Yeah, we do. We've got a race at the track. It's a Saturday. It's a practice until three o'clock and then we have on the main track and then we have a, the north stadium track practice starts over there for the races to follow and uh it's a limited schedule obviously with the sun and everything and sure. and uh we'll, we'll knock that out and that's a really fun track i rode it sunday night and then um and then we're having a pit bike race we have a, a full-blown pit bike track with an over-under and the whole thing. It's super fun. And uh, we're having a pull-start motorcycle race, which the pull-start minibikes are, are hot right now. They absolutely are, and, and Ryan <laughs> is behind this. I know Ryan's a big so part of this It's going to be so dangerous with on the over-under. It was fun in, da- in Davenport, i yeah. got to tell you. It was fun to, uh, to, fun to announce, but So, okay, i got to tell you, and I know Taylor. Just hang on, Taylor, one second. got to tell the story. <laughs> so the kid that won, he's from Winterset, right? He's He bought the bike. When he saw it on Facebook, he bought the bike and showed up and he won and he, he's Was like it the big tires yeah, yeah it's the big and so the thing you to kill it the kill switch doesn't work you have to pull the the uh <laughs> spark the, plug lead yes so it shocks you right so i'm i'm like he he drops it off and he says hey look i want i'm have to go to colorado this weekend but i want someone to race this thing because it's so fast and it's so cool and i go that's awesome man thanks so i'm in my i get out of my dozer i'm in my flip-flops and i ride the thing up to the house getting ready to come up here I just go past Sarah's Caddy, which is a nice car, right? And I got my GMC Jimmy with the top off. And you know what I'm talking about, that truck. I, I, I lean down <laughs> to, to pull the spark plug cap. And as I do that, I must have turned the handlebars just right or something. And the th- throttle sticks wide open. Full loop out, right? I'm skidding with my... The brakes don't work that well. Thank goodness I was wearing flip-flops at the time. The, the freaking thing has so much power. I'm hanging on to the thing. I'm down to my knees. I'm pretty sure my finger's broken, my index finger, which sucks because I'm going to Baja next week. And I'm, my index finger, it feels broken. But full loop out across the hood of my truck i'm not i'm not exaggerating or nothing that's how that's how hard the thing flipped dylan the guy that works for me pulls up in the mule right behind me sees it and he's he's laughing sarah charlotte my kid and they come out and they're they're everybody's just looking at me and they're like and the four and the and the the thing's still full bore full full wide open you know like hung on the bumper of the truck This happened like an hour ago. <laughs> Taylor awesome. Roberts joins us now. Taylor, has this ever happened to you, or would you uh, even um, hesitate a guess on whether it has happened to you? Yeah, no, I can't say that that has <laughs> happened to me. That's a good one. Have you ever been on a mini bike with flip flops on? <laughs> I'm sure I have at some point, but uh, I was sober though, it, I would, <laughs> which is sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. I uh, I've had to actually. My my parents live a mile down the road from me, mm-hmm. and usually my most common form of transportation over to their house is my 450. And there's been a f- couple situations where I've ended up in flip flops between my house and my parents' house, but it's not comfortable. It's not. It's just. Uh, it makes me uncomfortable to ride with flip flops because uh, I know this is exactly when bad things happen. Have you, does a guy at your skill level, Taylor? Do you ever even? Did you ever ride pull start mini bikes? Because there's a whole generation, I think, of kids, Tony, that maybe never, never seen them. I never rode it, and I, and and I, my, my opinion is still: Why would I ride that junk when I got good stuff in the garage? Of course, I bought one for Davenport, and 
loaned it out and immediately gave it away. But uh, you ever wrote a pull start, Taylor? They don't they don't work properly. No, no, I never have written one. You're not missing anything. It was just it was a it was a rite of passage for uh, for a whole generation. For me, it was the it was the first thing you came in contact with that you would get to ride. But I recognize Tony. Uh, there's a lot of kids that uh, probably had better stuff to ride. Well, that's, all the, the, time. that's the nearest thing they've got to a motorcycle. Let's face it; it's a scooter. But my 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 thought was, why does it take so long when you twist the throttle? for it to gain any speed uh this one didn't okay. <laughs> it was pretty instantaneous <laughs> it was well i th- i think what happened was I, the the cable like pulls you know it like i turned the thing just like you just turn the bars aside and yeah, leaned over and the thing just took off and <laughs> my instinct was not to let go apparently and <laughs> have it drag you around a little bit <laughs> Yeah, it, it was... We, um, we need to go to commercial break, I think. Yeah, good night. Well, thanks for joining <laughs> us, Taylor. Hey, Taylor, how's yeah. the racing going in the work series? Oh, it's been going great, yeah. We, Killing uh, them. Yeah, I uh, had a pretty good season so far, and, uh, you know, Fat Duvall came out when we went up to Washington and showed me how to ride the trees a little bit, but other than that, it's been going good. Oh, Thaddeus, he, uh, he's gotten a lot better over the years. Yeah, he, I mean, he, that's always been a, a real solid rider but he um he's definitely i feel like stepped it up the last couple of years you know and he you can tell he has a little a little bit more fire under him when he's trying to chase down caleb every round yeah and and caleb too man that that, that the whole level of the gncc guys has has uh, elevated so much in the last three four years it's incredible what's it like how would you compare the work series to the gncc as far as the depth of racer of of talent, because there's definitely a lot of GNCC guys, and I know that you're like kind of the poster child for the work series. Uh, yeah, I mean, we uh, I still feel like we have a pretty good depth of field. You know, we at the last works race we had 16 pros, and the last GNCC only had 11 pros. So, um, you know, we're doing pretty good. It's definitely this year is the best year that I've seen in most recent years and it's cool you know we got guys like myself out there zach bell ex-moto guy andrew short ex-moto guy and then you know gary sutherland who's been there forever but then you got kids coming up like dante Oliveira, who's been on the podium almost every round so um yeah it's been going good and taylor what do you uh do you have any uh personal thoughts from your perspective as a racer in that series what's uh what's making the difference that you're seeing uh you know, a preponderance, or, you know, and a growth, if you will, of uh, professional participation. Is it just that uh, sponsors are getting more interested in the series uh, that it then allows uh, maybe some teams to come available? You know, that there's a little bit of that. Um, but, you know, it's cool. There's been a bunch of, like, privateers just showing up doing their own thing. And I think that comes down to the, the $10,000 pro purse that we have at every round this year. And then they've also been doing a really good job with the tracks, like the best tracks I've seen since probably 2008, 9, 10 era. Um, They've they've been putting a lot of effort into the tracks. And, you know, this year they they actually got new new owners, or a new owner, but it's really an owner and his son are putting a lot of effort into it. And uh, the son, Dane, has been 
just killing the track. He's been doing such a great job. So that's what I like to see, you know, even more than the, the monetary aspect's nice, but I just, I'm stoked that we have really good tracks to race on again. And I imagine it's because that the, they've, they're running the bikes on, on Saturday and the ATVs and four-wheeled units on Sunday. Isn't that right? Uh, no, this year they're actually, they, so they did do that the last years, but this year the quads and AT, and the side-by-sides are on a completely different weekend. So Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so same thing. Really, <laughs> yeah, so they can really <laughs> dial in the track for motorcycles, and then they have all week to you know change it for the quads. So tell me this, as far as maybe not necessarily the pro class, but as far as the other class, has that attracted guys that are two-wheeled guys that, that come in and that don't want to be, because I know that they're, let's face it, we don't, you know, me running a racetrack, there's there's nothing but high fives when I said, when I finally said no more ATVs, God, guys, there, you're, there's not enough numbers for me to deal with you anymore. Beat it. And man, that was like more bikes started showing up because of it. Yeah. No, I, uh, I think I could agree with that. Um, I mean, I, I know some quad guys that are like some of the coolest guys, you know, I've met in the industry, like, like Bo Barron and, and Johnny Gallagher. But, uh, at the same time, like the, the styles of riding just don't match. Like the quad guys don't like riding motorcycle ruts and the right. motorcycle guys don't like riding with quads. So I'm not saying the guys that race them are no good. I'm just talking about the, the, ter- you know what I'm talking about. It's the, it's exactly what you just said. Yeah. It's, the guys are fine. It's not, I have a problem with them personally. I just don't want to, uh, you know, like where we live in the Midwest, we get really gnarly ruts at my track. ATVs right. ruin that. And then, and then the ATVs also don't want to have to straddle a dirt bike rut. Yep. Yep. So I, I think it's, it's, didn't uh, we used to, um, at the fairgrounds, for example, didn't you used to put the, the ATVs out there to, to help, uh, flatten out the track, to smooth it out? Yeah. We got a, we have, implements for that now it's called yes. a mashio we just talked about yeah, it. <laughs> yeah have you seen uh have you seen that mashio taylor it's uh sorry, what's that it's called it's a it come it's a soil conditioner it's like a tiller but it, it tills vertically rather than horizontally so it tills like a blender it's uh what they used they're using them at outdoor nationals now a few of them the ones that the coombs run um they're using them at loretta lens I just got one for my track. I'm very excited about it. It's uh, oh, nice. very expensive, but I'm. We have the best dirt. You probably wouldn't even know how to behave living out there, and then coming back here, you'd be you'd. It's like um, you ever seen that fly fly that sticky fly paper that you put out for uh, yeah. catching. That's what it's like riding on my track about midday. <laughs> it gets like that. It's so good. We loop out city everywhere. It's fun. I'm I'm gonna have to come check that out. It would be fun. What do you? What's your schedule look like for the rest of the fall and, and winter time? So I have a sprint enduro, sprint hero race this weekend at Glen Helen, and uh, as long as I just go there and, and pretty much finish, then I can win the championship there. And then uh, I have a couple weeks off, and then a works race in Taft, California, and kind of the same deal with that one. As long as I go there and just uh, finish, then I should be able to win that championship, and then couple more weeks off and then head to portugal for isb awesome oh just going to portugal okay you just kind of throw that yep. out there so that's good um well look <laughs> it's always good to talk to you taylor and uh, we wish you safe travels for sure and also uh, victories in your future as well 
Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. There we go. Taylor Robert heading into the uh, into the pits. I want to go to PJ. PJ, you and I, uh, prior to Tony's arrival here in the studio, we're talking about a water bottle incident. What can you tell us? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, Pat Kelly, Sean Dylan Kelly, the superstar phenom young rider who uh, did so well at Daytona, on the M4 X-Star Suzuki team, that is Team Hammer, right, the right. Old Riches Road Racing World team. Well, his dad was a little upset during qualifying at New Jersey, the most, re- or, uh, yeah, it was New Jersey, um, most recent Moto America round, and chucked a water bottle at one Hayden Gillum. He got caught doing that on camera by the track and was then, uh, it has been announced by Moto America, he's been banned for six races from attending uh, Moto America events. Didn't Chuck and and his son kind of bend over backwards to get him a, 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 what do you call it, a credential? Uh, Yes, the old riches as team owners uh, requested the credential from Moto America I'm on sorry, behalf John, yeah. of Sean Dillon Kelly, their rider. As a courtesy to him, they uh, requested a credential for his father. So, unfortunately, they get notified because they're the people that asked for the credential. Um, and they get named in the the unfortunate uh, press release. Moto, or, uh, Is there a financial part of this? I don't believe so. He's no he's not a competitor, not part of the team. So he's what? Just a that spectator. So what that they're mentioned? Everybody had they, exactly. They, they have they, plenty of street cred, and, and they totally do. And they made a public, very public apology to Hayden Johnny Gillum Chris, to Hayden Gillum sure. from the team. We're sorry this happened. You know they've they've owned up to it completely. They've everything's gone the way it should. It's just unfortunate. We see it at racetracks. Tony, you see it more than most. Many dads are the same everywhere. Just did uh, the bottle actually hit him? Yeah, yeah. I've seen the video uh, again. Unfortunately for him, it, it just couldn't be any more clear. It was him chucking a bottle. I saw Cook. a shoe thrown at, at our president one time, George Bush. <laughs> What's that? Now? Yeah, I've seen that too. I saw a shoe <laughs> thrown at George Bush when he was president on, ca- on camera. On camera, and he <laughs> well, was he was. He moved. He he was quick. (laughs) Quick on his feet. Yeah. All right. Tell you what. When we come back, uh, next guest waiting in the wings. Tony, who is it? Uh, Richard Kimes. He's he's with uh, Helmet House, and we're going to talk a little bit about the power sports industry and some of the trends that are going on. Part of the uh, Evergreen Podcast System. This is Pit Pass. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Leslie Porterfield from the High Five Cycles, fastest woman in the world. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.